0: Bumming with Bob, let's have a few brews. We'll have some fun with the bum wine crew. So kick your feet up and grab you a beer. Cause damn.
1: All right, all right, all right. This is Bum Wine Bob welcoming you to an all new edition of Bum with Bobcat. And joining us on the show to throw back some fine beverages is a fellow Bum Wine connoisseur, professional wrestler, and the creator of a new drinking game uh, that you might have seen recently called Booze Quest. It is the one and only Nathan Hull. How are you doing, Nathan? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm uh, I'm feeling a little parched here, though, and uh, we were chatting before we started recording, and we were already getting a little ahead of ourselves, but uh, we have some fine concoctions that we're going to be uh, drinking here tonight.
0: I uh, just finished a gym workout. Now I've got some uh, Boone's Farm Strawberry Hill and some Fruit Punch 4 Loco
1: oh. that I'm going to mix into a terrible quill <laughs> and throw them all together a <laughs> horrid, height- uh, no, horrid sidewalk slam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to be an interesting, but I mean, at least yeah, anytime you mix four loco with anything, and I almost went down the four loco road again. When you when you kind of teased it. You showed me what you had, and I was like, do I want to go four loco again? Because I've been kind of on a four loco kick recently over the 4th of July weekend, and prior to that, I did the loco USA. I did the four loco pregame, so I'd kind of been on a four loco kick for like the past month or so but I figured I was going to switch things up and it is July and it is uh, juice July. I, f- I featured the screwdriver cocktail on the last edition of the podcast. And what I'm going to be cracking open this week is the juice blackberry. Uh, I don't know. It's, this one's uh, I don't know. I'm a little, I'm a little scared. I'm a little worried how this one might go, uh, but I know you already cracked open your uh your drinks there so I'm, I'm gonna crack open this guy and see i wanted to see how i mean i was like blackberry it could go either way it could be good or it could be uh not, not so good
0: well i haven't taken my first sip yet but uh i think i'm gonna take an individual sip from the boone's farm and the four loco okay so then follow it up with the mix
1: yeah, yeah. You, you got to get equal footing of each on their own first before you go into the concoction. That's always a good way to start it out.
0: Clearly, you also have a sophisticated palate.
1: Oh, you, you know me. This this is <laughs> all we do is sophisticated stuff here on the podcast. Only the finest of butt wines. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, well, if you're going to take a sip, I'm going to take a sip here. of This guy, too. So, cheers.
0: Cheers, cheers. OK, so this Boone's Farm. That's actually really sweet. That's not too bad. I could slam a bottle of that and a uh, Four loco. <laughs> a little vile, but I could take it.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was trying to think. I was trying to think. The last time I had a fruit punch, Four loco, and it's has to be a long, long time. Uh, I I can't remember. It's been at least ten years since so I've had a. Uh, a fruit punch for loco it's, it's not really
0: it, it seriously tastes like the four loco vomit <laughs>
1: like, yeah it's yeah. like it was coming back up yeah 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 now this juice blackberry i'm surprised this this is actually pretty tasty i was a little worried about it but uh this this is not bad at all and that was what 14 percent. yeah that's a 14 percenter here Nice. So, right, and is that is that fruit punch? Is that a twelve or fourteen for a loco? It's a ten. Oh, um, a ten. Okay.
0: I'm in Utah, where everything's like a oh, little y- down.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's that that crazy state.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I've only been here three years, but uh, I forgot bum wine. Like, literally, isn't a thing here at all. You can't find Mad Dog.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, that's sad, man. I, I I'm sorry, Fry. I I feel bad. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I went to a gas station the other day, and I found a four percent steel reserve.
1: Four? Wow! Wow! Yeah, and
0: it still tastes like ass.
1: No, well, yeah, it, it still does, it's, it's still it's still going to taste the same. Just you're just not going to get that extra four percent buzz you'd get from the eight percent regular steel reserve. Uh, it's
0: a horrible, horrible thing.
1: Yeah, so you just have to drink double to get the buzz you want from <laughs> what you would normally get other places.
0: Yeah, I'm a, ter- I'm a determined drunk, but I don't know if I'm that determined.
1: <laughs> no, it, it, it all depends within reason. Now, if you want to double your steel reserve intake, that's probably questionable. But there probably are some other drinks that you can enjoy to make up for that <laughs> lack of alcohol content.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to try the sidewalk slam.
1: Oh well, Let's see.
0: All mixed up together.
1: All right, let's see. Uh, drum roll.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a uh, strong aftertaste, but uh reasonably sweet.
1: I like it. <laughs> well, I think well, you're mixing that Boone's Farm in there with the Four Loco is going to kind of cut back on the the Four Loco aftertaste a bit. So, I think the Boone's will help you out there cuz I think what is the Boone's Boone's Farm's only like I think like 3. point something percent. I know it's a, it's a really low percentage on that stuff.
0: Oh
1: no, this is a, uh, it's 7.5. Is it? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that,
0: that's
1: so not too was, bad. Like, yeah. It was like eight and a half
0: percent mixed together.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's not bad. I know I, I could have sworn. I don't know. I don't know what all the Boone's farm uh, ABVs are, but I know there was one that I, I had that was, it was a really low percentage and I was like, this is barely alcohol and and it's just like this artificial sweetener. I don't even know how to describe it. I mean I think it was the um, the blue hawaiian one that looks just like Windex um, oh, yeah. and and it tastes pretty similar to it to not that I go around drinking Windex all the time but
0: yeah,
1: yeah. it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the, the the best was one time years ago I posted a picture I had a bottle of Night Train on my counter at a party and there was a bottle of of Windex just randomly sitting next to it on the side, and somebody commented, you know, said, just said, fuck it, man, just just drink the Windex instead. <laughs> <laughs> so what So what? I brought along with me, since I knew you were making a concoction here, I decided to, you know, rummage through what I have around the house, which, you know, I, I have a wide variety of, of bum wine and, and cheap booze just, just laying around always, and I had a bottle of MD twenty twenty, the golden pineapple here, and I was like, you know, pineapple and blackberry—that that sounds pretty enjoyable. Um, I said, let me let me mix that up and make a little uh, little juice MD twenty twenty concoction here to get the get the party started. <laughs> there we go. Pouring out a little, get that MD twenty twenty in there first, and then get that. That juice in there with it it's got a nice nice little dark dark blue color to it there. All right so let's try this out. I don't know I, I think it should be I don't know I mean I was pleasantly surprised with the blackberry juice and the, the golden pineapple MD 2020 is a solid flavor. so let's let's see how this one is. not bad. Yeah, mean that, that's pretty solid. That's a pretty solid mix right there. So, so So where are you located? I am in New Jersey. Nice. Yeah, so yeah. we have a, we have a wide variety of alcohol and I was just out searching and I'll, and I'll post a picture up there where I, I stopped and I, <laughs> I was at this uh, convenience store that had a nice row of four loco uh, out there the, all, all the different colors, all different flavors. Out there, and luckily, I don't, I can't get juice readily by me here. But there's a place in Pennsylvania. It's about two hours away, uh, by the the Hershey Park area, and they have a nice selection of juice. So that's where I've been getting my juice uh, fulfillment anytime I go out there. And when I was there last time, I picked up the screwdriver and the blackberry, and the screwdriver was. Not 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 so good. That that got a thumbs down from me, but this BlackBerry is is pretty good. Hell yeah! I uh
0: I grew up in Panama City, Florida, like the Spring Break Capital of the world, mm-hmm. where all the bars are open like twenty four seven, walking distance from the beach. You can buy liquor at the corner stores, and yeah, for loco and juice readily available. And yeah, ever since I moved to Salt Lake City, it's it's very depressing.
1: I said that's like a culture shock, man. You're going out there from having all this stuff at your fingertips and now they, they strip out all all that stuff. They they cut down the alcohol content and oh man, I, I, I couldn't survive. I couldn't do it. I, I, I give you a lot of credit out there.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you can get most of what you normally get, but it takes work.
1: <laughs> yeah, you gotta do some real gotta do some real searching out there to find it. <laughs>
0: searching and timing and yeah lots of lots of stupid hoops just to get like the same thing you'd get otherwise
1: yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i mean what, what's your go-to like on a normal day what do you usually like to to drink
0: um i like ipas um so right now um my favorite is a uh, squatter's uh hop rising it's like a really hoppy ipa 9.0 okay yeah it's good stuff it's a little bit like sierra nevada's uh, uh, Torpedo.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've I've had I've seen that. I might have had that once or twice in the, in the past. But I, but I'm I'm not an IPA fan. I just most of them I I cannot I I can't do it. I mean I I have some friends that are are huge IPA fans and would swear by it. But I'm just like some of them. I just take that first sip and that that hoppiness is like okay. It's a little. A little much for me. Give me a. Uh, hey, where's this still reserve? <laughs> give, give me that. <laughs> oh yeah, it, it depends on my mood.
0: Um, normally, I'm an IPA guy, but uh, if I want like a uh, a domestic light beer, I'm, I'm all about Natty Light. Okay. Where like, you can drink like twenty five of them and be fine.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You drink, you drink a case and you're you're good to go.
0: Yeah. So uh, if you're playing Booze Quest, for example, that's like my go to beer
1: yeah <laughs> Now have have you had the the Natter days? Have you had the other varieties of the the natural lights? Um, I've
0: had the uh, the pink lemonade, natty light.
1: Okay, okay.
0: What other ones do they have right now? I'm in Utah, so I'm probably a little behind the time.
1: Yeah, 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 well, they have the new one out now that I just featured uh, a couple weeks back, which was the the red, white and blueberry, which is a blueberry lemonade natter Day, which was a it's a Ooh. special limited edition one that just came out. I guess it's just for the summertime, uh, which is pretty good. Uh, the 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 regular strawberry lemonade one, like the one you said, is probably the the best one. Now there is a pineapple lemonade as well. I haven't tried that one yet because I I can only find it in thirty packs, and I'm not. I mean, it will get drank if I was to get it, but I don't want to really commit to the thirty pack. If I can get a twelve pack of it. To try it out and see, uh, but as of now, I think those are the only three that are out there. But I wouldn't be surprised if you see if you see some more uh, natter days make their way into the market.
0: Ooh, I'm gonna keep my eyes open because, yeah, I could do a pack of blueberry natty lights.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're pretty good. It's it's pretty good. It this you know, is good. I you can sit there all day and drink those things. It's great great summertime beer. So you, you kind of tease it there. You tease about playing booze quest. And anybody who, who doesn't know about Booze Quest, it's a role-playing drinking game. And now, honestly, I'll tell you that for, I'm not a big role-playing game person, but I like drinking games and games that involve uh, drinking. How did you come up with it? What was the story behind the, the Booze Quest?
0: Um, originally, I made it nine years ago just as a house game for friends. Um, I had an odd job building a store in a mall, um, putting up all the shelves and everything at like three in the morning when the mall was closed. They had this big storage facility and uh, it's where like they like stored all their shelves and odds and ends. And uh, in this corner I found this Chick-fil-A spinner wheel, like (laughs) free chicken nuggets, free fries, free drink, whatever. But uh, it was absolutely covered in cobwebs. Like it was clearly sitting there for years and hadn't been touched. It was three in the morning. I was by myself and I ran a party house at the time. I saw the wheel and I was like, it, it, this is way too obvious. I can do something with this. <laughs> so I lifted it and I brought it home. And um, my friends and I were playing around with it. And I was like, I, I should turn this into like a drink wheel. You spin it, and like take three drinks, take four drinks, etc., or give five drinks. And it became like this drink wheel. And I was just like, maybe hey, we can turn this into a board game and it like just slowly snowballed into like this full-fledged thing where I grabbed a shoots and ladders board game, painted over the board and, uh, drew a castle on it. And I was a big D D fan at the time. And so I came up with this, this situation where like you're a team of adventurers, and you're raiding a castle and inside this castle is an everlasting keg. You touch it. <laughs> it fills with like whatever, uh, Beer, liquor, bum wine, or whatever you can imagine, and it's endless. And uh, at the end of every round, once everybody's like had their turn, each person like takes it, takes a turn spinning the big wheel, doling out drinks or taking drinks. Or there's like a mini game option. And uh, so yeah, we just like, yeah, just kind of like ad libbed this game and kind of like it was just it was very unofficial and we just like added rules and like stipulations as we went along. And over nine years, everybody was like, hey, you should publish this. And I lifted all the graphics from D&D books and I hand painted the board. I had no clue how to start it or like officially publish it. It was just I was like, no, this is just for me and my friends. COVID came along and due to a back injury, I had to retire from wrestling around the same time. And so I'm quarantined in my house and I'm playing another session of Blues Quest. And one of my friends is like, hey, this game's amazing. Why haven't you published it? And same old thing. I was like, people have been telling me this for years, but none of the graphics are original. The board's hand painted. I wouldn't know where to start. And he's just like, well, what are you doing otherwise? Yeah, I was stir crazy in my house, and I was like, well, shit. Yeah, let's get this thing. (laughs) (laughs) And I had no clue where to start. But um, I went on Facebook and announced that I was starting a GoFundMe. I was like, throw money at me, and um if you throw me a hundred bucks, I'll get you a copy of the game. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but it will happen. Throw me 50. I'll get you a boost quest t-shirt. And, uh, yeah. Um, in fairly short order. I raised like 3,300 bucks. Um, hired a team of three artists, got all the monster and hero artwork done. Got somebody to do the box and the rule book, somebody to make 3d miniatures. And, uh, I just floundered around online and eventually found somebody to, uh, or I found a website, uh, BoardGameMaker.com, and literally just give them all the artwork. They'll make a box, make a board, whatever you, like any components you need. And uh, yeah, printed out a run of 50 games, handed them out to everybody who donated. And uh, yeah, just kind of snowballed from there. I found somebody who wanted to invest and he published another hundred games for me. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's still in the developmental phase, but uh,
1: it's really blowing up. Oh, that, that's awesome, man. That, that's great. Yeah, like you said, it's it's still the the beginning stages of it essentially, but it's, it's gaining traction and making its way out there. When you can get people that are really invested in the game and get people behind you to support it, then you know you really have something to work with there.
0: Yeah, it's a uh it's it's been a journey it's uh i really didn't expect it to come where, like yeah to get where it's going and uh yeah we have a uh we have a guy who's uh very big on twitch and um there's a uh, a convention the uh the penny arcade expo in early september uh he found out about booze quest and said he wanted to help me out um bought three copies of the game and we met up and apparently he's like very well off financially and he's like hey I want to help you uh, blow this thing up if you're interested. I'd like to uh, fly you out to Seattle where we're going to uh, have a tr- Twitch live stream about a hundred thousand people watching and we can uh, play a run through a boost quest and blow it up and start a Kickstarter and everything to uh, get like the next
1: batch of games out. Nice. Nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a little daunting, but uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's about to happen in two months. So,
1: yeah. yeah. Now I guess that was really, I mean, I know the, the role-playing Game market. I mean, I mean that that's huge. I mean, people love that stuff. Now, is there really any role playing games that really incorporate a drinking game into it? I mean, I I, I mean, I don't know. I've never really looked into that market, so I don't know. I mean, I know there's a ton of drinking games and drinking board games. Card. I mean, it's usually drinking card games is what you play, but drinking role playing games. Is there really anybody out there that is doing anything similar to you?
0: Not to toot my own horn, but um, I've done a lot of research and I've never seen anything quite like Booze Quest. There's there's a few medieval drinking games, but they're all card games. Uh, There's there's no game really out there that like incorporates like a battle system and role playing and drinking. As far as I can tell, it's totally unique.
1: Okay, that's what I was thinking because I'm like when you brought this up, I was and I started looking into it and I'm like I'm like I'm like this is a really good idea because people. Love role playing games, and you incorporate you add the drinking game aspect to it as well, and it's you're you're kind of going for the long haul at that point. Because, I mean, how how long does a typical game of Booze Quest take?
0: Um, it depends on the number of players. Um, if you have like you can have between two and seven players. Most games are usually about four people, and it's like an hour and a half. If you get, like, six to seven, it's, like, closer to two, two and a half hours. And you're usually consuming, like, between six and ten beers over the course of the game.
1: Okay. Okay. That, that, that's not bad. That's not bad. A, a two-hour so game. It's not, like, the, the closest I've ever really come to role-playing games is, and it's not even role-playing at all, is, is setting up and playing, like, a six-hour game of Risk. I mean, that was, <laughs> like, like, my... my longest attention span of games like me and my friends and we used to set that up and it would take longer to set up the game of risk than to actually try to complete it when you're sitting there for like six hours playing it and and that was before the days of of drinking Uh, but yeah but two that's not bad because you can waste that same amount of time just playing random drinking card games if it's you know Cards Against Humanity or or any other game that, that's out there that involves drinking, you you can spend a whole night just playing that stuff and throwing back beers. But if you can play mm-hmm. something like Booze Quest, which is a little more uh, involved with it, then I think you're 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 drinking still. You're still having a good time, and it's it's something different. It's something to 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 try out. Um.
0: Yeah. Have you ever uh, Have you ever played Dungeons and Dragons, or like have any
1: experience with it? I, I do not know it was it was never anything that I ever got into uh I just just never was uh it just never piqued my interest uh in, in my lifetime <laughs> right on
0: well yeah, yeah. um Who's Quest plays a little bit like it, but like on the lightest sense it's like d and d for dummies um, yeah, you move across the board um occasionally run into monsters or other players, you roll dice to fight them, and when the battle pans out you pretty much just like storytell how it happens. So if you bump into somebody and you kill them, yeah, you'll have a few rounds swinging at each other and like the other person will be like, okay, so how does it pan out? And you just tell the story. And the more, the more and more drunk you get, like the more, like the more ridiculous the story. (laughs)
1: Like, like, like any, regardless if you're playing a game or not, the drunker you get, the more ridiculous your stories always seem to get anyway. So it works out perfectly. Oh yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, but definitely I mean, that's a like I mean, when you brought it up, and I started looking into it. I'm like, I'm like, damn that that's a that's a great idea. And then you saw the the original uh, prototype with the <laughs> with the MD twenty twenty bottle on it, and it was oh, like, yeah. all right, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm sold.
0: that's where Mad Dog.
1: Yeah, I, I built
0: that in Panama City, Florida, where Mad Dog was uh, re- readily available i miss it so
1: <laughs> yeah well let's we'll get we'll get, we'll get you we'll, we'll find a way we'll get you some out there to, yeah, I, I see i can feel you getting that itch over there you're you're craving it <laughs> you
0: know I, I mean for christ's sakes i'm missing i'm mixing boone's farm and four Loko. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you see this is where we're at people this is the the lows that we can get to here on the podcast we're trying to get people the, the stuff they need we're resorting to boone's farm and a four loco concoction to. To find our way to that MD Twenty Twenty.
0: <laughs> oh man, you uh, you got any of that Mad Dog Twenty Twenty?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it's funny because it's gonna be and and MD Twenty. I mean, it's only thirteen percent, you know, MD Twenty Twenty. So it's not like it's this this big high alcohol content wine. You think they could sneak that in over there? It's like it's, it's not that bad, guys. Oh
0: my god! So um, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty story. I uh. I took a flight to a Denver, Colorado very recently, and I went to a barcade, like a, uh, a bar arcade. And um, I've been to a few where, like, they, they serve beer, they serve liquor, et cetera. And they had this big shelf of everything they had, and they actually had Mad Dog 2020 on the shelves. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so I went to the bartender, and I was like, so, um, what are you guys doing with the Mad Dog, like? is this for like mixed drinks or are you like selling shots of mad dog? And they're like, Oh no, we, we sell it by the bottle. And I was like, Oh, was like, <laughs> and they were like, yeah, the only catch is um, like when we uncap it, we take the cap. You're not allowed to have it. You have to either finish it or leave it in the, in the, in the uh, <laughs> bar. And I was like, Holy shit. So you buy an entire bottle of mad dog and you're just in it to win it.
1: <laughs> that, that's it, man. Go, go big or go home. That's it. <laughs>
0: I, yeah I was like oh, i wish i lived in denver i was like that's amazing
1: yeah <laughs> i have a whole
0: bottle of mad dog
1: <laughs> yeah I, i've seen some places i mean i i've never seen one in person but I, a few people have sent me pictures in the past of places and i i don't know if that was in it might have been like in like that might have been in florida too i think like jacksonville or something where they were at a at a bar and they showed it there and and the only one time i saw it was i was in boston and they had a menu, and it's, and for whatever reason I cannot remember, it's this this stupid restaurant where they, where they're like, act like dicks to everybody, it's um, no, oh yeah, it's Dicks, Dick's, yeah, I was, you see, see, I couldn't remember the name for the life of me, then once I said Dicks, and I was like, shit, that, that's the name right there, so, (laughs) yeah, yeah, and this was in Boston, we went to, this. I was up visiting, I was with some buddies, and we visited a friend that lives up there, and I saw the menu and in the bottom of the menu said Mad Dog 2020 $5 and Whoa. and I'm like I sh- I'm like what is this I'm like is this like a glass of it or a, a bottle of sh-? I'm like like <laughs> what is it it just says Mad Dog 2020 $5 and the guy's like oh no he, the guy's like oh it's a bottle and I'm like I'm like sold you know get it for me <laughs> so he he goes he comes back he has nothing in his hands and i'm like what is it he's like oh sorry man we're, we're all out we don't have any more mad dog i'm like what the hell man i'm like if you saw my face when i saw that on the menu i, I was so excited i'm like this this is great i'm at a restaurant i'm getting a, a bottle of md 2020 and then he comes back and he's like uh, oh, sorry man we're we're all out uh i'm like really Guy, uh, whatever, give me whatever beer it was, or <laughs> something. I'm like, I'm like, you just ruined my night. Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> so, so yeah, I know. So, so, so I've yet to have it in actually purchasing it at a bar or restaurant. So, I mean, that's something that if I could find it, oh, I, I'd be all in. I'd say, whatever it is, you want to give me that bottle? Take the cap. We're, <laughs> we're going, we're going all in on this one, guys. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. I mean, like I said, I know it's it's got to be tough for you having that itch there and not <laughs> not having that stuff. I mean, what what's your go to? What was your go to flavor of Empty Twenty Twenty? Oh, the bling bling, the uh, uh, oh yeah, always always a classic. You can't go wrong with the with the bling bling. When when the bottle has a gold chain on it, you, you know it's going to be good. <laughs>
0: You know what a drink with class.
1: Oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. It's only the finest of, of bum wines there. And <laughs> you, you
0: saw the boss monster in Boots Quest. He's got the same
1: bling bling. Yeah, there. yeah. You, you, he's got the he's got the swag with him there. So it so it works out. Oh, so so the name of the of
0: the uh, dragon in the game it's Mad Drag Twenty Twenty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's so it's so it's close enough, but not too close that you're gonna get sued. For for you know copyright infringement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's, wait, a wait. Little,
0: there's a little story in the uh, in the rulebook to like introduce the uh, scenario. So like, if you want to role play it out, like your characters are heroes, they just finished up their quest, and uh, when they finish, they go to a tavern to party down, and the tavern's actually called Boone's Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> In the Dragon is Mad Drag
1: Twenty (laughs) Twenty. So like, so you you, you really, the the more you tell me about this game, the more I'm like, all right, I gotta, I got, I gotta try this out. You you incorporated all the all the classics into it.
0: It's got got bum wine and professional wrestling
1: in its heart. Yeah. (laughs) And now you said too. I know I said you. You said you're no longer in the in the wrestling biz as that's what people call it right the the biz the, the, the biz the biz I mean how how long were you uh, were you uh, wrestling
0: um i called it a day in early uh, 2021 but uh, up until then it was 17 years
1: oh wow okay okay
0: yeah i am 38 i've been, i've been in it for a minute
1: okay yeah yeah this is you hitting that that time frame to <laughs> wind it down and say all right you know yeah you had you had your fun
0: I've got a bad disc in my back. And if it weren't for that, I I'd, I'd probably be doing it for like another four or five years, but, uh, yeah, due to injury.
1: I just, yeah. That not was, quite
0: there anymore. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so what, what made you want to get into, I mean, I, I mean, I'm sure it's just from growing up watching it that made you want to get into the business and, and, and try to be a wrestler.
0: Oh yeah. Like from childhood. Um, my dad, like, uh, my dad, like, got me into it, like, from infancy. My uh, my third word was sting.
1: your <laughs> story. I almost spit out, I was taking a sip of my, my, my juice here. I, I almost spit it out when you said that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I grew up loving it. Um, was watching WCW, WWE with, like, equal interest. And um, there was a point, I can't even remember how old I was. But there was an Undertaker match where he was doing some supernatural shit and he, like, teleported across the room. there was this moment where, like, I looked at my dad. I was like, so what's going on here? Did he (laughs) like, does he have superpowers? What is this? And just, like, Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny. And my dad was like, well, Nathan, I'm going to tell you what's up. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, so this this is a show. Um, They all come up with their own personas uh they agree to beat each other up the impact is real but they're telling a story it's like a movie but in live action and like from there my interest was peaked i was like holy shit (laughs) they come up with their own superhero personas and they just like do this play like where they really kill each other and like they just come up with their own stories and i was like absolutely this is exactly what i want to do when i grow up i uh there was a kindergarten assignment where we had to like crayon and pencil like when i grew up i want to be and i was like a wrestler and i spelled it horrendously and doing <laughs> like doing a stinger splash on big van vader and uh yeah as soon as i got out of high school i went to school for professional wrestling and yeah had no aspirations of college or any other any other job aspirations just went right into wrestling right you're
1: like i'm, I'm gonna be a wrestler i'm doing it that that's my goal yeah.
0: And I got to the point where like it almost paid the bills. I was uh I was taking bookings like halfway across the country but uh it made about as much as my day job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got to be I mean I, I, I can imagine it. it's got to be I mean it's got to be a lot of fun. It's got to be a, a hell of a ride doing that. But it, but, it's, I, it, but definitely it's got to be a lot of work if you're trekking along to all these different states and towns you're going all over the place doing these shots
0: oh yeah it was absolutely fulfilling yeah no regrets whatsoever
1: yeah no hey that's that's good i mean i mean what do you do i mean i mean assuming i mean did you ever did you ever get any tryouts with anybody like any bigger companies or anything or just doing independent shots
0: um mostly independents but uh i I rubbed a bunch of elbows with like big names i worked shows with Lex Luger, Rick Steiner, Disco Inferno, Rikishi, Glacier, Glacier, uh, Road Dog. Yeah, I've uh, I've got to brush up against the greats. But, okay,
1: uh, okay. Yeah,
0: never really like, yeah, never like tryouts with like big companies.
1: I uh, got it's got to be a blast, you know, doing that stuff, and then like I said, working with these guys that that you watched on TV, and then you know doing shows with them uh, has got to be a lot of fun.
0: Oh yeah, um, you know Glacier. mm Hmm. Yeah, he is probably one of the coolest guys I've ever worked with. Like, I always wanted to be a wrestler growing up, but it was really, like, the launch of the Luchadors in WCW, like, 97, 98, that, like, really made me go, this is what, like, I absolutely need to do this. Because it wasn't just, like, big, muscular. Like, right, right, skills. yeah. Yeah, it was, like, the wild, flamboyant outfits and, like, the far-out gimmicks. Glacier was right in there with, like, his Mortal Kombat gimmick.
1: Right, 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 and you see that, and you're like, "I can do that."
0: And <laughs> uh, yeah, I was all about it. Uh, Laparca was actually like my biggest inspiration. I love that guy.
1: Oh yeah, no, yeah, he was a lot of fun. Yeah, my, my friends, I mean, yeah, growing up watching that in that era was, I mean, that that was definitely the best time to be a, a fan during the you know the Monday Night Wars era. Growing up watching that stuff. I mean, that was, like, the the best of the best, right? I don't think you can can never top that again.
0: Oh, yeah. It it was was the golden era. But uh, I was working the show, and Glacier was headlining. And I remember all the workers in the back were just like, don't mark out. Like, don't freak out about the guy. Don't be a (laughs) fanboy. And everybody was like, yeah, all like, we got to be pro. And uh, as soon as he got in the locker room, I let him change into his gear, and I was like, fuck that. Like, I have this dude's action figure. <laughs> like,
1: I'm going to let it all a
0: fan. And so I hit him up, and I was like, hey, I'm a big fan of yours. Um, my match is on in, like, 10 minutes. Like, um, would you be down to, like, peek through the curtain, give me a critique? And he's like, yeah, absolutely, bro. Uh, finished my match. I came to the back. Uh, he gave me a few pointers, but mostly he was just thumbs up. He was like, that was great. You were way over with the crowd. I liked this. I liked this and i was like thank you so much and um everybody's telling me not to fanboy and as soon as i said that he got this big grin and i was <laughs> like but i am a huge wcw fan like 97 98 and he just like lit up i was like that was the era like you and la Parca and mortis like that was that was my jam he's like oh, that was that was the fucking best do you want to hear some stories <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> And he just he sat me down and he just shared road stories about like traveling with La Parka, traveling with Mortis. Um we grabbed a few beers after the show and he was just so down to earth, so chill. Huh, glacier chill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> see once again, see it was oh, chill. Oh perfect. What, what perfect <laughs> analogy right there. <laughs> but
0: uh, yeah, he and I talk on Facebook to this day now.
1: Oh, that's awesome, man. That's cool.
0: And yeah, like yeah, they say never meet your heroes and they say fanboy mm-hmm. when like you're a professional wrestler, but yeah, I let him know. I was like, dude, I'm a fucking mark for you. I got your action figure. He's like, that's awesome. Thank you. Um, do you want to hear stories? <laughs> shit, like totally awesome,
1: dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's weird because it's like you said, you don't want to, cause it's somebody you grew up watching and it's somebody you look up to. It's not like it's from like, I don't say a different era. I mean, it, it, but essentially it is, I mean, it's, it's somebody <laughs> yeah. you,
0: at this
1: point, it is. That was ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that long ago, but but it is. I mean, I don't know for you. I'm one of those people too that always seems like, oh yeah, like ten years ago was like you know like nineteen ninety nine or something like that. It doesn't seem like we've gone twenty years into you know the two thousands at this point. And and when you look at that, and it's like, yeah, you, these people you saw, you looked up to, and now you're doing the same thing that you watched them doing. You say you don't want to mark out for him, you don't want to fanboy with him, but you have that respect for him, and you got to feel like here when the guy like Glacier hears that, he's got to feel good too. Knowing that, okay, hey, you really appreciate his work, you looked up to him, you're thanking him for the the work he put into it, and you just you just want to know what you can do better, you know, listening to him.
0: Yeah, I was a little worried, like he'd be put off or like. Yeah, be a little smug about it. But he was like totally down to earth. It was sweet.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it depends on the person. Oh, yeah. I mean The, the person you're talking to and how they perceive you. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some people that you ran into and work with that you probably have some not so good experiences with <laughs> as well. So I mean, you have good ones and bad ones. I mean, it happens.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, I did a show with Grandmaster Sexy and uh, <laughs> not the nicest dude. So, yeah, um, yeah. Like, yeah, like you like, said, it will it'll, it'll happen. Room, didn't want to talk to anybody. Like, yeah, yeah.
1: there's a gamut. <laughs> e- exactly. Yeah, I mean, you have some in. Yeah, it depends on the person, how they feel about where they are at that time. You know, working, I mean, because you probably have some people that think that this is beneath them, and they should be doing better things than other people who will embrace it and really, you know, just. Put their all into it and say, "Hey, I'm going out there. I'm doing a show, regardless of how many people are out there. I'm going to do my best work."
0: Yeah, I've I've, uh, I've definitely seen both ends of the spectrum as far as like former big names. Yeah, yeah. Rikishi was also a really good dude.
1: Yeah, oh, he yeah. seems like he's a good he's a good guy.
0: Oh yeah, I worked uh, three shows with him. Yeah, super down to earth. Watched every match of mine and gave me critiques at the end of it. Uh, he still works the indies.
1: Yeah, I see, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. I think uh, I, I follow him on on Twitter, and every once while, so it's like, oh yeah, he's out there doing something. Oh, yeah, I am at this show or that show. I was like, oh cool, man, you're still out there doing your thing. Hey, go for it, man. Yeah, no, it's it, it's fun. I mean, now now you were a, now you more of a WCW guy growing up. I mean, that that's what it seemed like from what you were saying.
0: Yeah, I edged towards the WCW side, but I I also appreciated WWE. But yeah, like for me, like. What really got me into it, like as an adolescent, was like was like NWO versus WCW, like Sting turning into the Crow, the Luchador movement. Like I, I wasn't so much about the Attitude Era.
1: Both I, both, I, are, I, so, both I, are so both are so good comparing to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I mean, I, I was more. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm so torn. I was kind of. I mean, I was more of a WWE guy growing up. But but I was I was kind I was kind of even through it. I mean. That was what I first started watching. But then I started watching WCW pretty much right after uh, Hulk Hogan came in. I started watching uh, WCW and then throughout was watching, you know, pretty much both religiously. If it was, you know, flipping back and forth or, you know, I'd record one and then watch another one. So throughout that whole era, I was going back and forth. So I, I could never really pick one or the other. Because I mean, it was it was just so good at that time. Oh yeah.
0: Um, do you remember the very last Monday Nitro? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. It was in Panama City, Florida. Um, I was actually front and center row, wearing a La Parca mask.
1: Really? Okay. Okay. Uh, were, were you on camera for it? Oh yeah. Um, like okay, I, said, I, I got. I got. I mean, well, it, it, it's on the. On, well, it's on the Peacock now. But I have it. Actually, I have it. I still have the VHS I like, taped of. <laughs> <laughs> the last show so I, I can throw it in and watch it
0: yeah i was a uh, front row very center and the show opens with me holding a sign saying Vince McMahon is Satan
1: <laughs> i think I, remember, I i think i remember seeing i, I got to go back and watch it now and i got to see
0: <laughs> <laughs> um just a few months ago um laparka actually put it on his instagram cuz it was me wearing of course a laparka mask yeah yeah and i messaged him i was like that's me wearing the mask. And he's like, oh, and we've talked a few times online. Um, my wrestling outfit uh, has a skeletal theme and it's inspired by La Parca. And I've spoken to him a few times. I'm like, hey, this is an odd you," And he's like, oh, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> and so he posted that picture and I sent it to him. I sent him the message. I was like, hey, that's me. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're my guy I spoke to a few years ago. Uh,
1: I, I am envious of the, uh, well, I guess, I don't know, I guess well so, Because, we're probably we're around the same age, so we would have been not of um well not of legal drinking age uh at at that time. Of oh it. yeah,
0: I was eighteen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, and I remember seeing the the post. Somebody posted a flyer of of I don't know you you've probably seen it too of of the final nitro, like the all you can drink like eat and drink like party. And it was like like forty bucks or something, and I'm like, if I could have been there at that last Nitro, just drinking and having a good time, it was I like
0: stole, I stole one of those posters, and I had it for like a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw it because somebody always posted it. And I, it'll pop up every now and then on somebody's Instagram or on a, a message board or something about the, you know the final Nitro on TNT and you know a uh, final party, you know, all you can drink, eat, you know, for like fifty bucks or something. I'm like like, man, if I could have been there for that, I'm like, it would have been awesome.
0: (laughs) It was uh, was at Club La Vila, which was a nightclub, and I couldn't grab any drinks, but I hung out all night and, like, rubbed elbows with all the wrestlers and, like, everybody unanimously, like, was happy WCW was going under. It was, like, such a shit show at the time. They were all hoping to go to WWE or just go elsewhere. And I couldn't get it at the time. Like... I bumped into Ric Flair, and I was just like, oh my god, that was an amazing match, and you're my hero, and like, like, how do you feel about all this? He's like, oh, it's a fucking relief. I hope I can go to WWE. <laughs> this was a mess.
1: Yeah, it's, yeah you gotta think, like all, you know, all those guys at that time when the company was so bad going under that, it was...
0: From 2000 it, to its end in 2002, it was just it was a sinking ship.
1: Yeah, it's just you think you want to put put an end to it. I mean, and you I had did. high you had high hopes at the time that that it would get, you know, okay, the, okay, WWE would buy it and then relaunch it and it would become like a second company. Uh, I mean, we saw that did not turn out uh, it at was all.
0: Such a wasted opportunity. Yeah,
1: yeah, you get that because it was like okay, well Turner wasn't doing anything with the company. Okay, so okay, Vince buys it revamp it relaunch it and you'll have you know wwf and wcw two companies under the same banner but separate and you know that would be awesome they'll bring in all the same guys wcw had and they'll use them properly now and then we saw what happened with the invasion and and all that stuff and then it was just <laughs> it was over and, and wcw was never seen again after that so uh it was high hopes at the time But uh, after a year, a year or so, you know, less than a year after that, it was, nope, not happening. Yeah, I was
0: right around the era where I started wrestling myself and, like, my interest in, like, watching wrestling on TV just kind of, like, waned. Because the entire industry just kind of, like, had been on a steady decline ever since.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I, I started watching wrestling in, in 93 was when I fully got into it. And I watched from... 93 to 2003 pretty much like nonstop religiously and then
0: yeah, yeah.
1: and then it was 2004 the summertime I would between 2003 2004 I would pop in here and there and then it was after 2004 I was I just kind of like stopped and then until I picked it back up in 2011 before the Royal Rumble when I heard mainly cuz I heard that, that Kevin Nash was going to be in it as Diesel and oh, for, yeah. and, for, and that kind of my interest and I'm like okay now, and I found like some illegal stream online to <laughs> to watch and and watch it and then from that point kind of picked back up and and then for like 5 years after that I was watching it and man I'll I'll pop in every now and then, if it comes to WWE or AEW, stuff like that, and I'll watch some independent stuff online every now and then, but yeah, but it, but it it's never the same as it was during that, the, the peak period.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean, so, um, did you catch the latest Wrestlemania? I did, yes. I gotta say, that Stone Cold match?
1: That was great. That was, that was
0: pretty fucking killer. Yeah,
1: yeah and that, that was the only thing I was, <laughs> essentially what I was watching for what was that when they said, OK, OK, he's going to be on the first night, main event. I had my my stone cold, a broken skull, American loggers, the new ones. I said them on the hand, day, yeah. had them on hand. I was ready to go. I'm sitting there all night like, OK, they, they split this event into two nights and they're still doing like four hours on each night. It's like it's like after 11 o'clock over here. And I'm like, all right, I want to go to bed. <laughs> I, I, I can't stay up that late. <laughs> just put on the match. And it was like, when he came out, did that whole thing. It was like, all right, th- this is awesome. It, it definitely lived up to the hype. Yeah. I,
0: um, I thought it was like, just going to be like a, uh, an interview segment with him, yeah. giving him a stunner or something at the end.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Stunner beer bash, you know, the usual thing.
0: Yeah. And it ended up being like a near 20 minute match, brawling into the crowd. And like, he took a suplex on concrete, like, yeah That definitely like brought the nostalgia feels
1: No oh, yeah yeah awesome. yeah I mean and, and that's the I guess the, the one thing these days that is the downfall of, of, of wrestling in WWE at least for the most part is that it depends so much on the nostalgia factor and like somebody like Stone Cold comes back and it's like amazing you're so pumped up to see them but there's nobody out there now that gives you that same feeling that's there every day i mean that that one character that's that larger than life top guy and it's crazy
0: and i don't know what that is like maybe the fact that like the cat's out of the bag and it's all a show or just the times we're in but yeah there's there's nobody who's like been that guy like since like the rock or stone cold yeah like it's in a 20 year gap since like we've had a real character like that. Yeah. Cena's like the last big name I can think of.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 that took years for people to finally catch on. Like when, when he was actually in his prime wrestling, that was when everybody hated him yeah, and didn't want to see him as a top guy. People were sick of him. But now if he comes back, people are like, oh my God, this guy's awesome. Yes. And it, you know, cheers, blowing the roof off the place it's crazy, but there's nobody there now that gives you that same feeling and you hope that one day there could be something like that again it could recapture that magic and like I said, I don't know if it's because of the times we're in now and just how the business is uh, hey, We've got Roman Reigns Yeah <laughs> that 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 deserved a a big sip there on on that one for (laughs) i heard the ice i took a swig of my yeah 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 no but but hey how's that concoction going is that is it flowing flowing good there i mean is it still the more you drink of it the the more the booze starts flowing through it's going to get better
0: the more drink of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) um it's not so terrible i'm liking it okay um, I've Uh-oh. actually, uh, I've thrown some watermelon
1: chunks in it. It's not so bad. Oh, oh, see, now, now you, you threw, you went to the fresh fruit. So now oh, yeah. you're, you're really living the, uh, the high life there.
0: High life, yeah. Like, like I said, sophisticated palates.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I'll have to try it out now. I gotta see. I know. What did I see? Did I see that? I don't know. For some reason, I, I, I don't see Boone's Farm too often around here. I know I did see few bottles a few weeks back in my travels because i i go out i do my searching if i'm out on the road anywhere driving around and i see a liquor store that i haven't been to i i gotta pop in and see what what they have because you never know you might find something good you might find that unicorn the the special drink you've never had before or something that you haven't seen in a while when i was at a few weeks ago I, i know i saw some boone's farm on the shelf i just don't know what I don't know if it was the same one you had or not. If it was, I'll have to pick it up to to mix it with that fruit punch four logo because I know I can I know I can get the the four logo no problem. It's just that Boone's Farm. So yeah, this is the
0: uh, pink fruit trifecta, Strawberry Hill Boone's Farm, fruit punch four logo, and an actual watermelon. Just, mm, the classiest.
1: Now, now you just gotta throw that in a blender. Yeah, put in some ice, throw it in a blender. You got your nice a nice little uh, smoothie there. <laughs> this may happen. <laughs> hey, it's it's summertime, man. Get get those drinks, you know.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll do a sequel to this and uh, yeah.
1: pull yeah, we'll pleasure,
0: see. Make proper uh, strawberry hill fruit punch, watermelon smoothies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, like we said, hey man, go big or go home. That that's it. So so what, what's next for you? Is it the um, I guess since the wrestling now is kind of on the the back burner. Um, I saw you out there. You're out there. I mean, I know you're still going to the wrestling events and I saw you out there last weekend promoting some pizza and, and promoting the booze quest out there. Um, what, so I guess is a booze quest. The main thing you're working on these days. Uh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I'm still doing wrestling shows. I'm still going in character. Um, a big part of my wrestling persona was pizza. I was like, michelangelo of the ninja turtles wk <laughs> i was just this big like pizza partying enthusiastic positive character and uh and yeah when i announced like uh during covid i announced that like i was retiring from wrestling and when my uh, former company opened back up they were like hey do you, you want to come back i was like my back's fucked i can't do it anymore and they were like do you want to come back in any capacity um, You're
1: be an am, ambassador the pizza they guy like,
0: they were like you're the pizza dude do you <laughs> want to like just run a food table and do pizza and sell booze quest and i was like shit sure <laughs> <laughs> why not and so yeah i've come back in a non-wrestling capacity it's almost like a macho man when he was an announcer <laughs> yeah. I, I come like, I'm, like in the full garb and everything and i'm playing my persona but yeah i'm like buy booze quest, buy pizza. So still doing the same thing. I'm just not okay. around anymore.
1: Now, would you ever go into the, the announcing side of things? Would you ever want to do commentary or stuff like that? Um,
0: I was actually offered a week ago. I was humoring the idea of trying to do one last match and did it, did a couple of training sessions and uh, my body's just not up to it. My ba- like my spine's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I gave it a shot, couldn't work. And uh, I talked to the promoter and I was like, I want to do one more match. I did two training sessions and just could tell I wasn't up to it anymore. And I hit the promoter up and I was like, yeah, my back's fucked. Um, If I did a match, it'd be in a very limited capacity and it's not what I want to do. My last match was really solid and I'd like to leave it at that. And he was like, yeah, well, um, would you like to do commentary? Um, You don't just have to like, Run a food stand. We can make you a ref. We can make you a commentator. We can make you like temporary GM. We'll throw you into whatever storyline. And I'm humoring the idea of doing commentary. So it, it's something I'm exploring.
1: I, I always said that was my. For some reason, I, I never wanted to be a wrestler, but I, I did always want to do commentary. I don't know what it was. It was just something that I told my friends growing up. I was like. Like hey, I'm gonna be like Jr. I'm gonna be doing <laughs> commentary out there. So that that was always something I wanted to do was on the commentary side of things and and talking and and I guess I kind of parlayed itself into doing a podcast. So I'm still talking, just not doing you know play by play of wrestling. But hey, may, maybe one day you never know. You definitely have a voice for it. I, hey, you know I I try my best. <laughs> Can, can I can I bring the juice when I do commentary? Then that makes my commentary better. Depends on
0: the company, but uh, mm. if I was running one, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, hey, uh, hey, maybe we're onto something. Maybe we gotta <laughs> once this booze quest takes off, and you got that booze quest money, then you can start your own promotion, and it's all up to you.
0: Yeah, we do a uh, we do a
1: medieval role playing themed <laughs> <laughs> professional wrestling, wrestling drinking. Company. Yeah, I mean it's like the the wrestlers themselves can't. Drink, you know, during the event. But anybody else around it, they're 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 free to drink whatever they want.
0: Okay. So uh, when are we opening a uh, BQW?
1: Yeah, yeah. We'll <laughs> we'll we'll be in touch. We'll have you have your people call my people. They'll, they'll work out the details.
0: Once <laughs> we well, work out a contract, where uh, I have an un, unlimited supply of Strawberry Hill.
1: Yeah, and and don't worry. We'll, and we'll, we'll 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 get some MD twenty twenty to you. There, we'll import it in. For you, we'll we'll cross whatever borders we need to. We'll we'll keep it on the down low. We won't we won't get get a track there that the you know anybody's knocking at your door saying, "Hey, we heard there was a a pallet of MD twenty twenty delivered to your house the other day." uh can we see this? No, no, never happened. I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, this is we can't do it via flight. This is going to be in cars under blankets
1: it's for, we're going like smoking the bandit style we're just bootlegging this stuff we're gonna get the big trailer it, it, hey if i gotta drive if i gotta drive the transam over there i'll i'll do it
0: okay so uh bqw <laughs> okay we have a federation name
1: yes yeah, so we have it now we are we're ready to go' we're, we're we're in the beginning stages some companies don't even get this far and we've already gotten this in into this this level of it
0: bootleg (laughs) boot (laughs) quest (laughs) wrestling well like two more letters than the average company but it'll work
1: hey that just makes it different that that makes it stand out from the pack it's like you anybody can do like you know wwe or aew or w or whatever whatever it is they they can do that stuff but if we throw as many letters as we can in there and, and they all make sense in some form then we're we're good
0: Alphabet
1: soup. We're good to go. That's it. That's it. Well, hey, well, Nathan, I appreciate you taking the time to to come on here and chat about booze quest and wrestling and everything else to to go along with it here and and the and the finest bum wine concoctions that money can buy right here. (coughs) Well, at least in at least uh, in our the finest,
0: the finest. <laughs>
1: <yeah>. <laughs> at, at least in any given state that you're in at the time. But hey, I mean, dude, so tell everybody where they can find you, where they can find Booze Quest. You know, plug plug all the good stuff. Okay,
0: find me at www.playboozquest.com. Facebook slash playboozequest, Instagram playboozequest, and uh, I'm working on a YouTube channel. I'll probably get a TikTok and a. Uh, and a Twitter. Eventually, I'm really reluctant really to do it. <laughs> but uh, Instagram, Facebook, and the actual website—they're all up and running. You can buy—you can buy games from the actual website. Got a store up and running, and uh, yeah, we've got shirts. We've got the full games. I've got a store where you can buy like pint glasses, all the other gimmicks. So uh, yeah, anybody listening, please check it out. You're gonna love the game. It plays
1: awesome. And, and when you're bringing up the end and if you and if you do go into the tick, I, I only just ventured into the TikTok world like a month or two ago. If you're going to do TikTok, post for loco, because for some reason, whenever I post videos or pictures of Four loco on there, uh, those get a lot of hits. Anything else gets like nothing. But you put a, a Four loco USA out there. Uh, pe- people like that stuff. You, and you throw a little real American in, in the background of the video people love that stuff so so keep keep that in mind when you're setting this up
0: <laughs> okay for logo.
1: yeah <laughs> hey, you, you have it right there so it, it it's available to you it'll, it'll work out <laughs> <Wonderful>. <laughs> well hey but hey Nathan no really man I appreciate it a lot of fun chatting with you the the booze quest you, you keep selling me on the on the game here so I'll, I'll give you credit on that that I'll definitely have to, to check it out and, and give it a shot for myself to to see. Like I said, I'm not I've never won for the the role playing type games, but you put the drinking aspect into it and you have my attention now. So I like it.
0: <laughs> <Before we> close, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm throwing out a challenge. If you buy a copy of the game, I would love to play a remote game with you. You with a partner, me with a partner on the other end. We we get a webcam, okay. And for one of your sessions of your podcast, we play a full game of booze. Do it, okay.
1: All right, I like it.
0: Be like a lot it. of fun.
1: I like it. Okay. All right. Yes. The, he he laid on the challenge, guys. He laid it down. We will. And we yes. can
0: do it exclusively with bum wine.
1: Yep. No. Yes. 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 We will. I, I like it. I Like where your head's at. You're thinking man. I like it. <laughs> we'll discuss. <laughs> Okay, follow up with me we'll all right all right man all right he is he is Nathan check him out check out the booze quest hit up hit up the links we'll put them up on the website at buwindbob.com play boozequest.com play, booze West. play well play man you heard that play booze Quest. that's that juice man that juice in the mB 2020 gets you every time and don't forget to check out I'm teasing it right now I put up a few links today if you go to buybobabeer.com I'm working on some new features, some ways you can support the podcast, the website, Bum With Bobcat. We'll be doing some uh, some, some new features soon on there. But, hey, check them out. Nathan, Booze Quest. I am Bum Wine Bob. Until next I time, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> and until next time, cheers. 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 I need a beer.